0: You are listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese.
1: Hi, it's Nancy Calabrese, and it is time again for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what is going on in sales and marketing today, and it always starts with the human conversation. Today, I'm speaking with Andrea Pass, the owner of Andrea Pass Public Relations. For over 30 years, Andrea has created and implemented public relations campaigns in a wide range of categories, including consumer products, lifestyle, business to business, education, and many more. She secures media coverage to grow brand awareness, increase reputation, and drive sales using third-party editorial endorsement. Her motto is, now is the time to get your business in the media. Welcome to the show, Andrea. This is going to be fun. Hi, Nancy. Thank you so much for having me. You know, this is going to be a fun conversation, especially for me. Um, The one thing that jumped out when I looked at when we connected on LinkedIn is your profile says you are a successful PI, private investigator in PR public relations. How did you get the PI into that?
0: You know, it ends up that in public relations, you have to do a lot of research. It's not just a given that you know who to reach at a TV studio or at a newspaper or at a magazine. You have to do your homework and your research. And it's not so cut and dry. So someone in public relations like myself, whereas I subscribe to many different databases to give me contacts. I need to do a lot more research and a deep dive. So I call myself a PI in PR because I am finding a way to reach that individual to get your story told.
1: That is uh, really cool. I never even thought of it that way. So when you engage a new client, how do you determine what kind of research um, should go into this campaign?
0: What's really important is learning what a client's goals are. And many times a client doesn't even know what their goals are other than to sell more, to have more clients. But who do you want to reach? Who do you want to be your client? What is your product that you're selling? What's your book? What's your offer? So I spend time with that deep dive with my clients so I understand them better. But I also recognize that clients have their wish list, their press dreams. And I always say to them, give me your top 10 media outlets that if it was a perfect world, you'd love to be featured in that press.
1: But uh, keeping in mind,
0: uh, not everyone is Wall Street Journal material. Right, so you have to understand right. more about your business to know who your target audience is and what press they engage with. And it's my job through Andrea Past Public Relations to find that press and connect the dots, get that client featured uh, in that media uh-huh. outlet to reach their targeted audience.
1: I mean, is PR different for small and mid-sized businesses versus enterprise?
0: Public relations is the same no matter what size your business is. You can be a solopreneur with a national topic, business, service, and you can be a huge corporation with uh, your company having thousands of employees. It won't matter. It's reaching Mm the right press to get the story told. And your audiences could even overlap, whether you're a solopreneur or a small business or a Fortune 1000, 100 company.
1: Well, how has it changed over the years? I mean, you've been doing this for many, many years. How did it how did it start? Right. What, What forms of media were available then and now?
0: It's so funny to look back over the history of my career in public relations when I first started at the CBS radio division in in Manhattan and the days that you'd write a press release and you'd have it printed and then you'd stuff it in envelopes and bring it to be mailed and follow up three or four weeks later by telephone. Obviously, things are a lot faster, but over the last two and a half years, we've certainly seen a change because there's more hard news. How does your story and your business fit into hard news?
1: And not everyone's story
0: does. And so there are different opportunities to reach out. There is this homegrown media category, people who have podcasts and blogs and newsletters who didn't necessarily go to college to study journalism,
1: but they are creating
0: content that's reaching targeted audiences. So gone are the days of this is an official mom blog and yeah. now if yeah. you reach moms and dads there's a whole slew of media that will cover your product or your service or you as an entrepreneur reaching that targeted group. Right. So media right. has changed, reaching the press has changed. Gone are the days of picking up the telephone, getting transferred to the right producer at the Today show telling them your story. And the next thing you know, three weeks later, you're featured on the Today Show. Now it's email pitches, short, sweet, to the point, and hope that your words are the right words that's going to resonate with a journalist so they want to feature your client. So it's really that constant being out there, staying in touch, meeting new press contacts, and introducing your clients to those new press contacts.
1: Wow. So you started at CBS and you got into PR. How how did you kind of make that change?
0: Well, it's interesting because I actually was going to be a broadcast journalist. I went to college thinking I was going to become the next Dan Rather. And so that's (laughs) why I went to CBS. I was going to work and become the next Dan Rather. And I ended up in the radio division doing PR and even interviewed to be one of Dan Rather's assistants oh, and got wow. called back for the second interview. And, and mind you, he didn't conduct the interviews. Okay. And when I got called back for interview number two, I said, wait a minute, I don't want to be anyone's assistant. I want to do PR. I loved it. And I was always the press coordinator and the publicity chair of every committee in high school and college. And I said, why shouldn't I stick with something I love?
1: Right. Because I'm sure,
0: Nancy, you know, when you love what you do, you've never worked a day in your life.
1: You got it. And shouldn't that be that way for everyone?
0: And it should be. And so I said, let me stay with PR. So after CBS, I was at a variety of different public relations firms. And four years ago, I had the opportunity to create Andrea Pass Public Relations. I've never been happy, happier, and I've never looked back.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, you know, um, running a business is not for everyone. I know I, I love it and I'm passionate about it. And when uh, you, you find your passion, as you said, it's not work. It's it's fun each and every day. Uh, okay, another question I have, or it's just an observation. When I think about all of the marketing channels, you know, that we, we generally use, it, it seems to me that PR, public relations, is underutilized would you agree with
0: that a million percent Why? everyone Why thinks that public that? relations it, you know they think it's it's like the kardashians yeah and and it's not every single business is valuable and every single business has a story to tell public mm-hmm. relations is about getting that story out to your targeted audiences Mm -hmm. So we are selling a business, a product, a book, a service via press content. And that's why public relations is often the most misunderstood of elements in the marketing mix. In advertising, you know that you can buy an ad. It's going to appear in the newspaper on the left side in the lifestyle section next Tuesday. Right. But it doesn't work that way in public relations. You can't guarantee a story will get told on a certain day or mm-hmm. press will come cover a certain event. But when your news is covered in the press, it's giving you content to have on your website, to share in your social media, and if it's not dated contact content, meaning it's evergreen content, reuse yep. it. Post it again on social in 3 weeks six weeks, three months, eight months, reuse it. Because right. if it's effective content that is informing and educating an audience, you are opening yourself to additional sales using that content.
1: Yeah. When do companies, let's say I were to engage your services today, how long does it take for me to see a return on investment, generally speaking.
0: yeah, I, I the way that I work in Andrea past public relations is I work for a minimum of six months on an account
1: okay. because
0: I can start working with a client today. I might get some press interest by tomorrow. That interview might happen next week or the week after. And then it could take anywhere from three weeks to three months for that interview to be out live or it to be absorbed by the public. So I just had a call last week with a client of mine to be featured on a podcast. And the podcaster has the first available date eight months from now for the recording, eight months from now. And okay, we're booking it because we don't want to miss the opportunity. And then on the flip side, I have someone who did an interview a week ago on Friday and it appeared on Tuesday. So it really varies on when you will see those results. But when you're working with someone like me, you're seeing results pretty quickly because I don't like to dilly dally.
1: You don't dilly dally. What is your unique idea in PR? What sets you apart?
0: I think it's my realism. I set realistic goals and realistic expectations for all clients that come to Antria Past Public Relations. When a client comes to me and says, I want to hire you to get me in the Wall Street Journal, yet they're not a publicly traded company. No one's heard of them. Right. They haven't started anywhere. I am the honest one. And that sets me apart because I'm not going to just say something to get a client's budget and money. It's not right. who I am. Right. I like to sleep at night. So when it comes to me, I set realistic goals to increase that brand awareness and educate the client how media coverage will help drive sales. So that's my secret sauce.
1: All right. What What do you want uh, to spotlight in our conversation?
0: Oh, my goodness. I love working with entrepreneurs. Okay. I find that an entrepreneur has such a great story because... As entrepreneurs, we put our guts and our heart into everything that we do. So I yeah. always enjoy yeah. working with entrepreneurs that have a product, a service, or a book. So anyone who has a story to tell, that's who I like working with. I don't like working with anyone who has to report to a compliance department. Okay. It takes okay. too long, <laughs> interviews get lost. Yeah. I don't want to go yeah. up this hierarchy pole. I want to deal with the president or the owner or the entrepreneur, get in touch with them and say, Nancy, I have an interview for you. Can you do it Tuesday or Thursday at 2 p.m.? Right. I book it and we move on.
1: Wow. Wow. Something, you know, it's really interesting because um, I get a lot of requests from people I don't know that are representing people that want to be on my podcast. Is that part of PR?
0: A hundred percent. I am constantly reaching out to podcasters to recommend my clients be featured on their podcast, because when you're featured on a podcast such as yours, you're reaching an audience that is made up of decision makers who might want to engage in your services.
1: Yep. Huh. I think you and I are going to have a sidebar after this conversation, (laughs) Andrea. So uh, tell me something that is true that almost nobody agrees with you on
0: press releases my goodness gracious everyone thinks they need press kits and press releases and then let's send out a press release to a thousand media outlets it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it'll stick a press release (laughs) is antiquated and press release wire services are good for SEO for a nanosecond. What you need is someone who's going to take the time to pitch your story to the press one-on-one effectively and get things to happen and not throw spaghetti at the wall. So I know that many PR people will disagree with me because they have spent a month writing press releases or a press kit and the client is paying for that time And yet they have nothing to show for themselves in the way of interviews or press coverage.
1: Yeah. How how difficult is it to develop relationships with the media outlets? It's
0: it's challenging today because there are less and less employees at media outlets. A lot of media outlets are working with freelancers. They assign a story that freelancer doesn't work for them full time. The story has to get told, and the freelancer might put out a series of requests through different databases Mm -hmm. that I subscribe to or private social media groups that I'm a member of,
1: and they tell their story
0: that way. So it's a lot more (laughs) difficult to have those relationships. I find that over the past year, I've developed wonderful relationships with bloggers, with podcasters, with videocasters with people who have gotten to know me, and they say, Andrea, you have anyone for this story? And they'll include my client, or I'll have a new client and reach out to them, and they'll pretty much take an interview with all of my clients, because they know, because I'm Andrea past Public Relations, I'm going to get the work done in the background and require less work for the journalist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're almost at the top of our time, but what is the one takeaway you want to leave the audience with?
0: I would have to say that every business needs public relations. It should be part of your marketing mix, and you should start public relations today. As long as you have a product, a service, or a book, you have a website, and you have social media pages get started today. Don't put it off till tomorrow. That's really important. Advertising is guaranteed. PR is a result of having a story to tell. So when you hear or read or see something in the press, that's going to give you editorial endorsement. It really, really ranks higher on the selling scale. So my takeaway is public relations should be part of your marketing mix. Let's get started today.
1: Let's get started today. Well, I really want to thank you for our conversation. I said uh, earlier, hang on, we're going to have a sidebar about what you do. Um, and, and folks, uh, reach out to Andrea. She makes a case. If we're not doing it, we're missing something and we're leaving money on the table. I hope everyone has a great sales day. And Andrea, you know what? By the way, how do my people reach you?
0: Well, you could reach me on LinkedIn, Andrea Pass, or through my website, andreapasspr.com. And I'm also on Facebook, Andrea Pass Public Relations. So I hope we can connect soon.
1: Um, I hope, and I'm sure you're going to be hearing from some of the audience. Um, Again, have a great sales day. And I hope uh, you'll come back to the show, Andrea.
0: I would welcome that opportunity. Thanks for having me, Nancy.
1: You're very welcome. See you all next time.
0: The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. If you are frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com forward slash book.